What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Buds, Bros, and Superheroes. Today, you are going to be hanging out with Nick James and... Big Body Bigs, the Canapamp. It's going to be another fun episode. If you made it with us six episodes, thanks so very much. If you're new to the show, Buds, Bros, and Superheroes, it's exactly what you're going to get. Uh, last episode, episode five, we left off with a fun little cliffhanger of what we're going to talk about in the Buds section, and, and that is, is there a way to tell the difference between a male and female seed? Also, we hinted at it a little bit, and we're going to have coming up uh, the veg versus bud stage. Did I say that right? Uh, yes. Flower versus yes. bud, or what? Veg, seedling stage, veg stage, then flower. That's what it is. So we'll talk about the transitioning from veg to flower. All right, so that sounds great. And the bros, we're going to, like, that's the part where we really just unleash. There's nothing not to be talked about in that section. We have some fun stuff coming up. Uh, stay tuned for that. And then superheroes bringing my man big body bigs into the superhero world via cinema so we've watched a lot of good movies and this week we watched wonder woman and god i really hope what i really want to do right there or at least when we talk about it later on is steal that fucking violin or viola or stringed <laughs> instrument like did you notice every time she kicked ass that wanna wanna bump bump yeah oh yeah, man bro. i just want to play that throughout the entire episode but at the same time i don't want warner brothers to be like uh huh let me get some of that money you think you get to steal my IP. Anyway, yeah, see? Look at that train going right off the rails. Right immediately. You're not even two minutes in, and I was just like, womp. But so that's good. the fun, right? With that, that is the introduction. That's the beginning. Let's get right into it with some buds. And I kind of need to know the answer to your question. It's been a whole week, and I haven't even found out. I wanted to stay with you guys, so I found out when you found out. So, Mr. Big Body Biggs, can you tell the difference between a male and a female seed? Absolutely not. Okay, so what do you do and explain why you would want to know the difference between a male and a female plant in terms of growing? Well, the difference. You want to know if you're growing females or males because the males pollinate all your buds and it'll create tons of seeds now if you're looking to cross two different strains that's what you would do but if you want to just grow bud and, and you got males in there mixed with the females you have to take the males out before they pollinate um and as for telling seeds that 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 is all on the farmer like or the grower that person should be able to tell you that they have feminized seeds or not and you, you shouldn't give somebody seeds and unless you know that they're getting feminized seeds or not like don't tell them all oh, these are all feminized and they're not because to mess somebody's crap up is not cool you know because most of the time that really means that you're messing with somebody's money as well absolutely and that's whether really it's not cool. wh whether they're just keeping it for themselves so they don't have to go buy it you're saving money in that that way or you know doing your thing whether it's selling it on the streets or to a dispensary so I'm a person, and unfortunately, I have been sold seeds that were said to be feminized, but they're not. And now I have male plants. What should I do? Get rid of them. It's just a game over. I would get rid of them. And, and, and try and find, yeah, I, I would try and find a person who, who has the real deal, you know. As for you, you know me, and I know people that wouldn't do that to me. And so, you know, I have... Uh, fellow growers, growers slash, um, you know, breeders, you know, and they're, 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 uh, they have their whole line. They have a line of maybe 10 different strains that, that they created, you know, where you can, you can depend on them. You know, they're not going to send me, let's say 40 seeds, 10 of each different strain, four different strains and, and tell me they're feminized. And then I got two, two of them are, are, male in each one you know and so like if there's a bunch of males you, it's not cool it's just a waste of time a waste of space a waste of electricity and a waste of risk for people like me and you if we were to start growing somewhere crazy you don't have time to waste you know i do yeah no i wasn't really saying somebody would do that to you personally i was just playing a little bit of devil's advocate and you know for anybody out there listening that may be taking this in as like information of like all right well 
because I think last time you dropped a fuck ton of science with like cloning and different things like that. So in my head, as this grows, if it becomes kind of a, huh, we should listen to these guys because this guy, you big body, obviously knows what's up. I was trying to see if there was like a sneak away around it, but you're just saying if you get a male seed, there there is no benefit to it. There's a, there is a benefit if you're if you got the time to waste growing a male seed when you weren't supposed to. You have the time, <clears throat> excuse me, to waste to to waste growing that seed. You can get seeds from that male and then go all about it again with getting seedlings, seeing which ones are the best phenotypes. Um Checking for the best best phenotypes out of all those seeds once they all grow up, you know. See, you just keep dropping science, sir. So what does that mean? Check for the best phenotypes. For the be- the best phenos, it's because if you grow ten, let's say ten super lemon haze seeds, you, you pop ten super lemon haze seeds. You start each one growing. Out of those ten, if you have like a tent for four of them, you want to take the the best four. So the best four phenotypes of that strain. You would take. You wouldn't take the weakest looking ones. You would take the strongest looking phenotypes. So we did so, actually talk about this just a little bit of the selective breeding element to it. Right. Okay. So so furthermore down the line, out of those four phenotypes, you might get one that's a banger. And that's the one you really want to clone. That's why you would take a couple clones of each one and then once it once it's done, you'll know which one's that banger and you have it all labeled, you know, and then you keep growing that banger. And you can mix that with something else down the line, a male of something else. You can get pollinated from something else and just keep trying to get better, stronger buds, you know? This is what I love talking about, people smarter than me in an area. So, again, (laughs) as you talk, not only am I taking in information, but the information you're disseminating, the information you're giving me is so good that you're just creating question after question. So you just said something that blew my mind. Like, not blew my mind, but, like, then how would you mix it? What are you talking about? Like, when we talk about different things, like, we'll talk about a strain or even in your strain reviews, you know, we'll find out that this is a cross between blank and blank. So, how how, how would one do that? So, okay, so, as you're growing that, those pl- the super lemon haze, let's say. Okay. Um, I come over and say, hey, man, I got a, I got a, blue, a blue dream, and it's a male, but it's super official, and I think you should cross it with your super lemon haze. You know, and then you'd cross the super lemon haze female with the blue dream male, which you would just shake the pollen onto onto the buds from the from the, the male plant, the blue dream male plant, you know, which it's like busting it's like a nut. It's like a man busting a nut and a woman, you know, but he's busting his nut in the air, which can travel up to a mile away outside. Which can fuck somebody's plants up across town. <laughs> all of a sudden, yeah, they have a... Yeah, and they're wondering what the fuck happened, you know? I was growing <clears> the <throat> Super Lemon Haze, and all of a sudden, it's got something else in it. Big up to Black Diamond Genetics. If you need some genetics, check out Black Diamond Genetics. Hashtag yes. not an ad. Not an be, ad. Not an ad. It's just, a, it's just a person that could help you out. You know, he he's certified legal and all that stuff. No black market. Yeah, so that's how you cross cross a strain with another strain then you call it blue you would call it like blue super lemon or blue blue lemon haze or something crazy like you would cross the two blue super dreams or something like that you know what i mean blue lemon haze dreams something crazy yeah Ooh, i like that you know that's something fun. something that shows both of them in the same name so actually you, you can to. do something with males it's just it's not an immediate thing if you're growing to grow for smokable buds males kind of become like a uh-oh but yeah, if you're saying hey i can get some seeds out of this and maybe get some female seeds out of that or with this male i could shake it over another plant and maybe create a new plant right and i mean okay, I, cool. I wouldn't recommend doing that your first time ever growing i would just try to stick to feminized seeds seeds excuse me autoflowers which are pretty much a feminized seed that grows really quick but you can't clone it and you can't uh manipulate it too much you know you got to just let it do its thing also that grows under the 18 hour lights dude so like we were talking about it is this is your first podcast right it's not your first time on mic you have done some radio stuff just a little bit yeah but like that segue that was a perfect (laughs) segue so yes talk to me more like that's what i alluded at the (laughs) beginning what is that because that's something again you know i had never known 
that there are different stages of the growth that then involve different amounts of light. Right. Like, uh, that, dude, that's fucking fascinating. Most people in veg, the veg, okay, so you have your seedlings, you put them in little cups, and you go into your veg stage, right? You have your seedling stage for a couple, few, two to four weeks. Then you have your veg stage, which is, could be as long as you want, but it has to be. 18 hours and six hours off. 18 hours on, lights on, six hours off. A lot of people do it too with just 24 hours straight light, but I think they're living, living, they're living things and they need rest like we do. They need to shut their eyes like we do. And, you know, they, they even say it's best to water at night or not at, when your plants think it's night, like when the lights are off, they say it's best to water, you know? And, uh, if you're doing that, use a green light at night when you go in your tent or you go in your grow room. Use green lights, green LEDs. They still think it's dark, you know. But the uh, the veg stage can be 17 and, and 7, but you want it to be pretty much 18 and 6. And once you go from veg, when your plants are, you know, a nice size and you feel comfortable putting them in the flower, you switch your lights from 18 and 6 to 12 on, 12 off, okay? And what that does is makes the plants think, oh, we're turning, it's getting ready to get cold out. Oh, it's almost, it's fall, it's almost November. Oh, we need to grow quick and we need to, you know what I mean, flower, just like corn. So you're fucking <clears throat> playing daylight savings time. Pretty much, like you're playing with their sleep schedule, which then, oh right. man, you are the sun. Right. You were, yeah. I'm sorry, it took me a little bit to catch up to that, but that entire thing <laughs> yeah. made it so funny. Like to think of, like, that's exactly what you're doing. They're mm-hmm. like, oh my god, the days are getting shorter. We must be coming around. Right. The Earth is coming around the sun again, so it's time to get our shit out. Right. Meanwhile, they're in a tent <clears> or in a closet or something, and then, right. That has nothing to do with anything. <clears throat> wow. So yeah, in it's a pretty sense, cool. you know, I don't want to piss off anybody who's all about that Bible, but you're playing God with them. You're like, this is when the sun is up. Mm-hmm. This is when the sun <clears> is not. Now grow. Even out Cali, uh, in certain other areas outside, they can get a couple grows, like two grows in. I've seen people get two grows in by putting black plastic over their tents outside. And then it brings it into flower. Because you got to watch with the sun. Like, you're not really supposed to put your your plants in the veg before June. You know what I mean? Like, you can get away with the last week or two of May. But June, no. That's when you don't want to go any time before then. Because the sun will start making them uh, bud up quicker. You know what I mean? It'll start forming buds on them if you don't. Put them out at the right time. So June to October is when you're, you're really starting. Your your it'll go from veg right into flower outside. If you're outside. If you're outside. Understood. Okay. So if you're but if, if you're, you're inside the tent, none of that matters at any point because again right, you play right, all that. Right. But most people like if you if you if you plan on just doing one run, all right, cool. But on indoors, you just flip them. It's called flipping it. You flip it from eighteen to sixteen. But if you have two tents, you could have one tent doing one at eighteen and six, and the other tent twelve and twelve. So you can kind of keep it rotating and keep keep a harvest. You know, that sounds smart. Along with the cloning, of course. Okay. Which is <laughs> well, we already that, talked about that. Yeah, but does that hold on? Let me try to think about how I want to say this. With clones, do you skip one of those stages and go right to the other, or does it have to also? No, clone stays in the veg until they're ready to be flowered. Int- so you so get, much I didn't know. <clears throat> so you can you can clone veg, clone some of that new veg, bring that back to the first stage of clone, and then kind of have like a every two three week harvest if you really had it going with your clones like that. You know, so Amazing. it's pretty cool. But you can't tell what a seed is. If I handed you a seed, you, even if you were an expert, you wouldn't be able to say, oh, that's definitely this, because it might not be. Also, people out there, if I were you, I'd watch where you're buying seeds from and do your homework, check reviews, because a lot of seeds you get, hermy, which means they start forming seeds from hot, from the too much heat from your lights. Like Anything can cause your plants to produce seeds, and... If, you, if you're growing under the right temperature, the right humidity, you shouldn't have any problems. But just do your homework. 
before you grow anything, whether it's tomatoes or cucumbers or whatever. Do your homework. Because, yeah, I mean, like what you're saying, it doesn't sound any different than growing a tomato plant. There's a little more to it, especially at the end. Um, with tomatoes, you don't, you know, you don't, there's, they're growing and then that's it. You put them in a basket and unless you're curing them over winter or something like that. But with, with bud, you got to check the trichromes. You got to see which ones are milky, which ones are amber, which ones are clear still. Because at first they're all clear, but you want them to get to a milky stage. Then you want to hang your trees, your buds, in the right temperature, the right humidity. And then you want to cure it. You don't want to just hand it out after you dry it in some room. That's wasting all your time because you're taking all of it. You're taking, it's just going to taste like hay. You know, the chlorophyll is going to be still in there. Then you're going to taste it. And it's gross. I can have some bomb-ass bud and give you a seed of it, and you grow it, and you grow it your way, and you're like, why, it's not is, bomb ass weed why isn't this bomb, man? <laughs> that shit was terrible. And people out there, you can't do that. You can't disrespect a seed company if you're not growing it in their temperature, in their rooms, and the way they grow it. If you got fire, and then you grow it, and it ain't fire, you can't always blame the, the seed company or the person who gave you those seeds. It might be your skills, Jack. Now let me ask you a question there. Do they, in fact, give you those parameters to go by? So let's just say, you know, Big Body Big Seeds, you have all these seeds. You're one of those companies you just spoke of. You sold me one for some bomb-ass lemon kush I think we were talking about earlier. Now, would you tell me we grow ours under this amount of humidity, under this, and like, is that actually involved in buying them? Well, when I when I used to um, do my thing with a company called That Good Good Genetics, they would actually give you a sample of it with seeds on the side, right? And they would tell you how they grew it on YouTube, like what they put into it. That's what I'm asking. Yeah, like Turpinator and uh, Remo. Shout out to Remo Nutrients. I love that. It's great to use. Hashtag not um, an ad. Not Hashtag an ad. We're taking sponsors. I don't even I know Remo. <laughs> I don't even that. know you, Remo, but I like your 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 products. That's all. I just want to make sure everybody knows. Nope, not taking anything from anybody to yeah. say these nice things about yeah, them. Yeah, nobody's handing us anything yet, Jack. I'm just saying we are open for sponsorships as well. Like, anyway. Continue. Sorry. So sorry, I'm smoking on a vape real quick, people. But uh, yeah, that's pretty much it with that, you know. Um, if I were gonna start something, I would even I would back to what we were saying. If I was gonna start something, it would either be feminized or autos, just so I could get or clones. If I had the chance to get lucky and get clones from somebody, that'd be the best way to go. Because the reason I bring it up in terms of do they provide you with, hey, if you want to grow this seed the way that we grew this seed, this is what you should do, is like, that's how a Krispy Kreme works, you know? There's not one guy in our Krispy Kreme versus a guy in Krispy Kreme in a different state going, well, I think there should be this much flour in this batch, you know? They send out bags, everything's already mixed. This is what you set the oil to, this is when you flip yeah. them, this is the amount of glaze, like, this is how you do it. <coughs> so no matter where you go, you bite into a Krispy Kreme and you go, holy shit, that's delicious. So in terms of selling seeds, yeah, if you want, I just agree with you, you know, like you can't be a buyer of a seed and do it your way and then say, oh, this is trash. If the seed seller especially gave you like, this is how right. we got it so bomb. Right. So I think that was smart. Yeah, I would definitely not only, you know, if I was in a state in which we could do that, because yes, we have medical marijuana we can go and buy, but here we can't grow. If I were in a state that were to do that, and if I were to start growing, I would definitely like just a little sheet of paper, like, you know, everything that you just said. There's a 16 and a 12 phase, and spray this on it every now and then, and when we grew ours, it was at this amount of temperature. At this, like, that's how I would do it. And right. if that's what you're saying, that's how they do it. Like, that's, that's exactly yeah. how you should, because, again, I couldn't agree more with, like, don't grow my seed. And have it be trashy and then go around dragging my name like, oh, they give me bad seeds right. when you're just a dumbass grower. Right, right. Um, one time that Good Good Genetics gave a, a certain person cookies, cush seeds, and the guy said, oh, I can see that they're getting uh, seeds. So the, the the company, they like had him do like a, a FaceTime, and his plants were like an inch away from the lights. 
which that's just gonna <laughs> that's that's asking for it. You know what I mean? Uh, you you can't keep your lights so close with LED lights. You have to watch because you want to get the ones that penetrate to the bottom the most, and they have ratings and stuff like that, and and show you exactly what their lights perform, how their lights perform, because. I know somebody who's growing right now, and their lights are garbage. They look fancy. They're purple and this and that, but they're garbage, you know? And they're wondering why they're not producing. But you have to have you have to have the right light to produce the best buds because if you're risking all this, you don't want to waste your energy and time and some garbage lights that's taken away from your ability to grow better, more amounts of buds. Because again, yeah, you're trying to fool this thing into thinking it's the sun, and right. the sun is the sun. So you right. got to do a pretty damn good job of fooling it. Because yeah, looks can be deceiving with these LED lights. Just so you know, like looks can be deceiving. You know, so just make sure you look up what you're buying and do your homework, and do your homework on seeds. Also, you know, um, there's another grower out there who who does seeds. His name is Toy Soldier. Once again, these are all legal guys in Cali, so if you're out there, check them out. Natty G, he's another one. Go Big International. Natty McBarbar, <laughs> another super official grower. So, yeah, hopefully, um, I do believe in a previous episode, we haven't given away the city, but people know we're in PA. Yes, sir. And, uh, Governor Wolf. He's like, yo, let's get this shit cracking. We done did the medical stuff. Like, let's just take some recreational funds and put that into everything that's going downhill because of COVID. And let Big Body and his friends grow in a real way, Jack. That's where I was going. Couldn't figure out a better way to say it. See, dude, you're really getting the hang out of the <laughs> podcast, man. What a perfect way to end that bud. Pound it. See, we're pounding. <laughs> you want to get it into some bros? Why not? Oh, can I just say, you know, uh, I want I always want to dedicate these episodes to somebody. So I'm going to dedicate this episode to all the people that are dealing with Corona, you know, lost people that, especially the people that lost like grandparents and mom and dads that were in nursing homes or they couldn't go in and see them and they had to look at them from a window and stuff like that, man. Big up to all you guys, man. It's definitely a difficult time for a lot, a difficult time for many. If that is you and you're listening, big up to you. Yeah, it's, it's, it's been a little weird for everybody, but mm-hmm. I don't know. Do you see it coming to an end anytime soon? No. It's weird, right? Yeah. A bunch of other countries weird. are like kind of already out of the midst of it and, you know, still taking precautions, but it seems that we're still doing shit. We're still just having our numbers rise in a bunch of places. and Because we're hard-headed, man. I'm even guilty of it, man. We're hard-headed, you know what I'm saying? Like, look at Italy. They were real bad, and they just shut it down. And they're, they're, not, they're not as bad as we are, man. We're, we didn't shut it down. We, we had a little quarantine, you know, part where they wanted everybody to stay home and all that, but nobody really, people still did what they did. Karen's needed haircuts, you know. My brother needed to go to the barbershop once in a while, you know? Speaking of barbershops, I don't like when I go to a barbershop. I pretty much shave my own head nowadays because I don't really like going to barbers that, you know, rub their balls up against you when you're cutting your hair and shaving and shit. I don't, I don't really dig that too much, you know what I mean? I've never had that happen. Yeah, I had that happen twice. The same barber, but twice. Oh, see, he wanted you to touch his balls. What the <laughs> fuck, dude? Back up off my shoulder and elbow. You know what I mean? But yeah, so... For me personally, rocking a beard when they want to get that tight angle, you know, that good sweep from sideburn down to mustache, he has to stabilize his own hand as he's got the razor. So usually like a finger will just kind of go in the crook of your eye and he'll use your cheekbone to stabilize himself. Okay. That's when I'm like, can you get the fuck off me, sir? (laughs) Come on, man. But when it comes out as crisp as usually, you know, the guy I'm talking about I used to go to, it came out perfect, so I had to also kind of respect his art because it's kind of getting bigger and bigger in the beard, so to keep it as nice as he was getting it at the time, it, it, <laughs> I, I, I see why he had to do it. I'll just say that. Keep your balls up off me. 
Uh, something I want to kind of go back to. Up off me, but sorry. No, no, it's okay because kind of why up do you off do me? That? Yeah. <laughs> do you have verbal tics as well? Because that's exactly what I was going to talk about. Do I have what verbal tics? So like, why do you have to say up off me the way up you just off did? me? I like to do dumb shit like that. You know, but what that's I mean? not. It doesn't remind you of something, or it's not a way that somebody did that you liked. Yeah, and that, yeah. This one, this one, our uh, guy. Big up to Showbiz the adult. He's a, he's a YouTuber. He does a boxing channel, and he goes, up off, Nick. I don't know why he does that. But you just, have heard it, and now in your life, if somebody says, up off me, do you have to physically out loud say it like that? No, no. no I do. No. Dude, I've got two of them that have gotten me not in trouble, but two of them. So, like, one of them, unfortunately, I stole from Kevin Smith back in the day. Okay. I don't think he still does it. I haven't heard him do it, but I've had these always. But the biggest one that I took, I actually took from him. So if somebody says, it's been a while, A, as you just heard, I can't <laughs> even say it. I have to sing it. So if you're saying there and you're like, you know, it's been a while since I've been to the grocery store, immediately before you say to the grocery store, <laughs> I will sing to you, it's been a while. <laughs> the next one that I have, you actually just did it, but I held myself because I knew we were going to talk about it. Is right. if you've ever seen Pitch Perfect, Aubrey, the leader of the uh, Bellas, is talking to her acapella group, and she says, "If we let them penetrate us," and Wilson goes, "Still not a good enough reason to use the word penetrate." So when you said you got to get the good lights, you know the ones that penetrate down to the <laughs> soil, I had to hold myself as tight as I could <laughs> not to say, "Still not a good enough reason to use the word right. penetrate." And then finally, the last one that's been coming out a lot, and I just can't. Stop myself comes from Harry Potter. If you watch, I think it's part two, Deathly Hallows. Severus Snape gets killed by the snake Nagini, fucks him up a little bit, and he cries a memory which we've never seen before. We saw a pensive, we've seen memories relive, never through tears, but that's neither here nor there. We dive into his memories, and the first time he meets Harry's mom, Harry's mom's sister, so Harry's aunt, the one that he goes to live with, Petunia is saying, Lily, Lily, come here. But she doesn't say it like that, and I'm going to take a step back from the mic. She goes, Lily, come here. <laughs> so whenever somebody says, come here to me, I just, I can't fucking help it. I just go, come here. As, <laughs> so uh, that was my bros for a little bit. I just, I really wanted to talk about that. So if I'm in this podcast and you say it's been a while, and I go, it's been a while, or you say, hey, come here, and I go, come here, or even know, still not know. a good enough use to wear the penetrate. Yeah, and they're just growing, dude. And like I said, I wish I didn't have to. And like, if I really, truly hardcore think about it, I can stop myself. But for the most part, I can't. That's a little bit about me. If you hear those verbal tics come up, I don't know. We can become like a drinking game or a smoking game. Like every time Nick says, come here, you take a blunt or you take a bong hit or some shit like that. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) I do know what you're saying. That'd be pretty funny. You know, um, so I'm on Facebook the other day, and I see a picture of an old classmate. And so I see all these pictures, and they're like, her from when she's like 20, 21, 22, and I had a little era right there where she, you know. When you say classmate, what years are you, what years were you guys oh. in school together? <laughs> 1990, we graduated. But was it, you were in high school, I mean? High school, okay, yeah. So Actually, I graduated in 92, but this was, ni- the pictures are from 1990. We were in 10th grade. Together, that's what I mean. Did you yeah. know each other's and like just pictures. high school? Then there's no, and then there's I well, I knew her not like close, but I knew her outside of high school. Like she would go to the same bar and club clubs, you know what I mean? What I mean to say is like some Facebook friends I have, I've gone from kindergarten to eighth grade with, but when I went to a different high school, I know some people just nine through twelve. So for you, like No, it was just nine through twelve thank and then you, sorry. outside of high school. Okay. So continue. Um, I don't know. I just, she just, I seen her in a store and I know that she don't look like that anymore. So stop fucking fronting. Don't have all these pictures of when you looked good and you were this and that and didn't have any kids or didn't gain any weight. And you're on there trying to lure guys in. Oh, you, you know. think that's what you do? <laughs> you think it's a semi catfish? Cause it can't be a full catfish. If it's still a photo of her. It's semi but it's that a semi, semi but, but look, that semi, look, that semi. That's like twenty years ago now. Bro, that's bro. that semi. That semi. <laughs> that semi. <laughs> you know, she might come around the corner looking like a monster. Right, how you doing? You know what I mean? Like, oh, whoa, who are you?
are you? You don't even know that person, you know? That's probably, like, my most favorite thing about living in PA now. I moved from a different <laughs> state, so, like, I haven't seen anybody I went to high school with ever. Yeah. I'll tell you, you know? something else you're not going to see either. You're not going to see any black joggers, any Mexican joggers. You only see white joggers around. I don't even know why I'm talking about this. I don't know just, where the segue came from, but funny. I want to talk about it too. It's just fucking funny to me. Like You'll never see me jogging anywhere, Ryan. You won't ride down the street and just see me jogging. Hey, Biggs, what you doing? So if you're a person who uh, jogs and you're jogging in the road, fuck you. <laughs> Get on the goddamn Wait. sidewalk. Go to a fucking track. Buy a goddamn treadmill. Go to a motherfucking park. I don't give a shit. You are not this. You are not a vehicle. You have no rights on the road. And then you want to get mad when somebody beeps their horn at you, running around <laughs> jogging in a fucking leotard like you're a goddamn superhero. Like no, no. Go somewhere and run in a circle. We're commuting. You know, because around here, too, in this area of PA, I found that it's either a small road or it's a fucking big road. You know, it's either like one road that you're kind of going down and nobody else is around or it's like Main Ave where everything's fucking happening. Right. You know, or the highway, which sometimes, you know, gets a little thrifty in all three of those. So it's like or a cyclist, too. You know, you can't go on the sidewalk. So I will excuse you from that one. But go to a park, go to a track, get a Peloton. I have to commute because I don't go out my house for shit. So if I'm leaving, if I'm driving somewhere, I really got to be there. You're just loitering on this road because you don't have to be there. You're not getting from point A to point B. You're cycling to cycle. So let, let me add, I want to ask you something like completely different. Like That's the best wh- part about the bro, <laughs> sir. If you had a right to, if you could, if, you, if they allowed you to purge for one hour, just one time, in your life, is there anybody, you don't have to say no names or anything like that. Is there anybody that you would definitely want to purge? So just, there is a one illegal activity that I'd want to partake in that would detrimentally ruin someone's business. I wouldn't want a full purge of like walking up to this person with like an axe. You'd want to ruin their business. Well, yeah. Okay, okay. let's just and say different forms of purge. The only I don't think about it is because if you haven't been able to tell, bit of a disgruntled employee so it's a place that i used to work at absolutely so i do know people or at least i did who still depend on that for their livelihood so in that sense i wouldn't want their jobs to go away but i would like for this guy to walk up to his building see it on fire and just somehow be like what if it was that guy? You know, not no, but like we're talking about, it. it's a purge situation. So it's not even like if I right, wrote, right. Nick James was here, motherfucker. Because <laughs> uh, I wouldn't want that either. I just want him to know because he's the type of asshole that would be like, oh my God, I can't think of anybody who'd want to do this. I'm like a really stand up guy. Meanwhile, everybody fucking hates him. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I would just like to know that he's sitting there going like, I can't, <laughs> who'd want to do this? So let's swing that pendulum back on you. Because obviously, I think he asked for a reason. Well, absolutely. What you doing in those sixty minutes, big? Uh, I'm gonna smoke on something in those sixty minutes. I'm not purging on anybody. You're not I, purging, yeah, I don't. I don't. There's nobody that. There's somebody I'd want to smack the blood out of their mouth. There's one person, yeah. But purge and kill. Uh, ding ding ding! Do I know this one person? Uh, you absolutely do. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I get the second smack on him. You know. <laughs> If it were up to me, I'd say, listen, listen to me. If it were up to me, I would say your bitch-ass name. But I'm not going to do that. We're bigger. Because my man Slick Nick has humbled me in a lot of ways, and that's it. Straight up. But if I had to purge, there's nobody I would purge on. I'm good with that. Um, Nobody did nothing to my kids or me or my girl or my friends. So I'm, I'm, I'm good. You know what I mean? I don't have to go down that road and want to think weird things do you say that i do feel really blown up and now i feel even a little silly for what i said like would you really do it probably not but i would like to know that i could right right you know and, I mean? that's why, like, and that's why i would why call I, him and be like it's it's coming and yeah it's and, coming and, and, you better lock those doors you better and, get a fucking just to maybe shake them but you're <laughs> right at the end of the day to let somebody control me like that is a bit of bullshit you and know? you know that's why you've heard me talk a bunch of junk about it before you know, I'm not really gonna do any anything about it, but I could. But I'm smarter than that. I got a lot to lose. Psh, we're not stupid. 
like you just said, and that's definitely something that clicked in terms of getting a house and getting married. I have a lot to lose now, so like, yeah. you're gonna take my parking spot and want me to fight about it? Take that parking spot, bro. Yeah. I got legs. I'm gonna go take the last parking spot. Like, yeah. you want to cut me off in traffic? I don't know why most of my anger comes out in driving, but really inconsiderate <laughs> drivers would bother me. Because wow, even when we talked about it, I was talking about driving with the fucking runners, and even then I got mad. That's right. so weird. Wow, maybe I have a driving thing that I have to look into. And another thing that's really fucking aggravating me, like, I don't understand. Look, if you're going to wear a mask in your car by yourself, in the store with 100 people, wherever, at least wear it over your nose. Don't wear the mask just covering your lips. That is like, I don't understand that. Maybe somebody out there can let me know what goes on with that. Maybe it's a medical thing. If it's like a medical thing, I guess I get it because if it was a medical thing I don't know why you'd have it just over your mouth I personally don't believe that nine tenths of the people who say that they can't wear a mask due to medical reasons can't wear a mask due to medical reasons that the whole mask thing has moved on past a health thing and has become a statement of one's political views I do think that the left or right do or do not. And if you wear it, you're a supporter. Like, it's become more than just, it's become a statement. And, 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 you know, once again, this is big body, man, and I don't give a fuck. I'm going to say what I want and how I feel, right? Like, I'm talking shit about the mask and people with their nose out and all that because, you, you know, people not wearing masks in stores, disrespecting people around them, you know? We don't know you. We don't know what you have, you know? And I have a friggin' pacemaker, a stent, and a defibrillator. I should not have a mask on ever. Dude, you're bionic. <laughs> yeah, well, it's all, like, built in one. Like, it's the defibrillator and the pacemaker. It's, like, this new advanced joint that just blah, blah, blah came out with. But Yeah, there's machinery inside you. You're bionic. Yeah, yeah. That's it's cool. a nice little metal thing, man. But, yeah, so, like... I have issues with breathing at times, and when it's real humid out, I could definitely, you could just, you know, see the difference. So, like, I, I mean, I could, I could, I could walk that walk too, you know, and talk that talk with the no max thing. But come on, man, you gotta, you gotta respect your kids. You gotta respect others, you know, when you're in stores around all these people. I'm not saying wear it in the car by yourself. I don't know about that, but... Yeah, that one perplexes me. But I hear <laughs> I what you're saying. Like, that. If you go to the store and it's up over your face, and the second you cross the threshold, put it down under your chin, fuck you. Yeah. Like, what? What's, it's really not that bad. And consider that if you're one of these people who doesn't want to wear it to Walmart, let's say, because you have to go to Walmart, I don't know, you have a lot of shopping to do, right? You're going to be at Walmart for an hour. That's a long time. There's guys there who have to work there for eight and wear it the whole time. Like, the you could do time. it for, like... The whole time. Also, maybe spread out your shopping so you don't have to go to any one store for a fucking hour to get all your stuff. You know? There's instant free pickup. You just go to a special little spot. And they come bring out it to out you. To and you. they're like, oh, you you're big have to bigs. Go in there. And they open your door and they're like, all right, thank you. And then you try to tip them and they say No. I almost lost my damn mind. I tried to hand this kid a fiver, and he was like, no. And I said to him, don't make me chase you. And he said, you can try. And I was like, oh, shit, he's dead serious. He's not taking this fucking money. Like, I wanted to call back and say, hey, you got a real fucking G work in there. But, of course, you know, if if he was a dick, I would have called immediately. But because he was nice, I forgot until this very moment to call back and give him his props. (laughs) That's also yeah. the problem, you know. Somebody pisses you off, you tell a hundred people. Somebody makes you happy, you tell two. Right. Just put the mask on, wear it right, you know, and uh, that's it. Don't disrespect others. Like it's not just about you, you know. And I'm like, we even kind of touched earlier. We've seen other countries do it. We can Look do at it. China, where it started. Together. Where it started. I'm not saying it. I'm not trying to sound like Trump and all that, but from what it shows on TV, that's where it started. And they're doing pretty good right now. Like, they shut it down. I went down a really weird rabbit hole. If you ask, uh, hold on, really quick. Shout out to the Reasons I'm Broke podcast. I like those guys, Daniel Kelly. You guys have always supported me. 
always been cool. They like us on Instagram. They like all our shit. Nice. Very nice big people. Up, big up. Boop, boop. <laughs> I have found, and I've had to fight a lot of people, boop. so I want you guys to know it hasn't been easy. It's not actually going down a rabbit hole. The phrase is going down a rabbit trail. And we can look it up, but again, I listened to a podcast. It's been settled. But anyway, I went down a rabbit trail on YouTube the other day. And it was all about shit that they do in Japan. Like, if you go to Japan, don't tip. They don't like that. If you go to Japan and you have chopsticks, don't leave them in your noodles standing up. It's really disrespectful and also is like in some something to do with their death culture. Mm. But the other thing I learned, too, that the guy brought up is, like, they wear masks. Like, I know that we're in Corona age right now and everybody wears a motherfucking mask. But listen, we did this before. And it's not so they don't catch other people's. Don't under, like, people who you see wearing a mask in Japan before this, they weren't afraid of catching germs. They themselves were sick and understood the social responsibility of keeping that sickness to themselves and not spreading it around before it was cool, if you will. And so that's what we're talking about, guys. It's not about you not catching it. We're not afraid that you're going to catch it. We're not afraid for you. We're afraid that you have it, you don't show symptoms, and that you will give it to somebody who can catch absolutely. it and will show symptoms. That's the fight we're fighting, guys. I remember being younger, like even back in the day, like just I'd be in a store or something like that, and I'd see a person with a mask on. And I'd be like, what the fuck's wrong with them? What do they have a mask on for? But really, they could be looking out for us. Exactly. <laughs> you know? Looking out. So look out for everybody, guys. Look out. Wear the Don't think mask. about yourself. Be a superhero and wear a mask. How's that for a fucking segue, Jack? I like it. <laughs> what did we watch this week? This was your choice, actually. We've been going back and forth. Again, for anybody in their first time listening, now we're going to enter the superheroes. When I first met Big Body Bigs not too long ago, I was just throwing superhero stuff out there. And he was interested, but he had no idea what I was talking about. You know, kind of the same thing that, like, yeah. when you talk about weed things and you tell me all these terms and all these different science things, right. and I'm just sitting here like, I'm very interested, but I'm very just far behind on the conversation. That's the birth of this podcast was actually in that idea of, you know, you'll talk about buds, I'll talk about superheroes, and we'll be bros. Yeah. Hence the name. Yes, uh, sir. We've been going through it cinematically because just to give you a bunch of books to read and get in that way would also be very hard. Anyway, people love watching movies. They're coming out by the fucking butt ton anymore. We watched Wonder Woman. What did you think? Why'd you pick Wonder Woman? Let's go into that. Uh, I picked Wonder Woman because... Uh the original Wonder Woman from back in the day was sexy. Linda Carter? Yes. That show ran for a while. She um, was cool. And I liked the show as a kid. So watching the movie was pretty cool. Um, I definitely liked the beginning. How awesome was that little girl as an actress playing the young Diana? She was, she was very good. The last DCEU movie we talked about was Aquaman, <laughs> where I took a swipe at the teenaged Aquaman. Like in that movie, yeah. we had really young Aquaman, teenage, and, yeah. and the teenage one just was a punk to me. He just didn't really play it well. On the opposite side of that spectrum, like the best young actress, like she was great. She was fierce, and you just believed that this little girl would definitely grow up to be the baddest ass woman on the planet, aka Wonder Woman. So that little girl is Lily Aspel, and from what I've seen in the trailers, she's going to be coming back for some more in uh, Wonder Woman number two. They're going to go back to her as a kid again. It seemed, uh, have you seen the trailer yet? No. Oh, all right. Oh, kind of. I shared one thing with you. So it's funny, <laughs> like one of the first times we were hanging out ever, the four of us, so me and my girl, you and your girl, were all hanging out. Uh, Friday night is usually our night to just kind of come together bullshit. And here I go, like I do, rambling, and you two are just looking at me, and I got home and I was like, I think I, I think I broke the weird dam tonight, because when the Wonder Woman trailer was about to drop, I was explaining to you a little bit the history of Cheetah, yeah, and I was yeah, like, yeah. sometimes it's a bitch in a costume, <clears throat> sometimes it's a lady, sometimes it's like a- something, I remember, yeah. I did, yeah, sometimes yeah. it's a genetically altered lady who looks like a, a spliced, if you get the Batman Beyond reference, of a cheetah slash lady. And that's what they did. Spoilers if you haven't seen the, the trailer. But we're going to get a fully DNA mutated cheetah in the sequel. <laughs> but anyway, cool. I think I was talking about a mile a minute. And you and your girl are just looking at me like, uh-huh. 
<laughs> and like my girl's kind of under me, like looking at me, like, "Can you shut the fuck up? Like, <laughs> you're doing it again. This is why we don't have fucking friends." No, ain't good, man. So we did have a rating system that I came up with last time. So let's actually start with that. Did you like her as a hero? And would, if all of a sudden, in this very universe, Diana were to appear, do you think that she'd kick ass or no? Do you think it'd be bad? No. No, I don't think she'd make it. What makes I you think she'd that? do well, but uh, I don't know. I just, I want to see a superhero who's like invincible. I never see them get hurt at all. Never see them take a bullet. Oh, or get beat down. Oh, you know, they're just invincible. Like, get out of here. Wow, wow, wow. Whatever, just invincible. Just, you know, I mean, taking hits or whatever, but not getting beat down to where you're like knocked out or dazed and like crazy. Like, she got hit with a bullet the one time, right? Didn't she get hit? Didn't, or she, she like ate it or something like that or grabbed it or something like that. But like, I don't know. <clears throat> she she didn't fly around. I like I like superheroes that fly around. So I don't know. I mean, I, it's, she seemed kind of limited, you know, to me. I like her. She was cool, you know, but she, I don't know if she could just save the world and just like some other superheroes, maybe. I don't want to say that you're limited in what you know about her yet, but it's only because I haven't shown you everything yet. So technically True. speaking, this is her second appearance as Wonder Woman. She made her appearance in Batman v Superman. So maybe if you saw her fighting Doomsday, that would kind of up your ante of her a little bit. Uh, in terms of this movie, what kind of pissed me off and what makes me like agree with you is that she's just kind of, I don't want to say stupid throughout the whole thing, but there's just so many red herrings as to who the villain is that by the time we get there, it's like, really? You didn't figure this shit out already? Right. You know, and maybe that's just because I'm a movie slash comic guy. So, but it was just so easy to see that at the very end of the day, that Professor Lupin was going to be the bad guy. I know he's got a real name. I'll look it up in a second, but David Thewlis. So he was the guy who was like helping them out. And then at the right. very end, he's like, I'm the motherfucking bad guy. Let's yeah. fight. So they had Danny Huston there. Houston? Huston? God, English sucks. Anyway, they had that guy there, and he was the guy playing Ludendorff, who they were like, hey, look, it's the bad guy. He's popping that pill. He's sniffing it, and he's getting all super strong like it's Ares. Why on earth would anybody believe that if this was the god of war in disguise that he would need to huff some pill to get stronger? Like, that's my first, like, why did people buy this? You know, that's a weird little plot hole that I don't think anybody thought of. Like, And then, of course, they also, I don't want to say ruined, but they didn't really use the lady who played Dr. Morrow, Elena Anyana. Again, sorry, English, <laughs> but there's like four A's in her name. So, yeah, it's Alana Anyana. Um, I tried. I tried once, all right? <laughs> That's another great villain that, like, again, they're throwing it at you to say, hey, don't look at Danny Thewis over here. It's not. It's definitely not going to be Lupin. And at the end of it, it was Lupin. And so for that, that like, when that comes across to me, maybe that's what you're thinking of. Like, she wasn't, like, she was good, but goddamn, you didn't, like, I understand that we had to play out an entire movie, but in my head, it's going to be like, it's that guy. Stink. Right. Done. I mean, you know, it was a, it was a decent movie. What I did like about it, though, was the god killer thing. Like, this whole time she thought it was a sword, and then at the very end, it's like, no, it's you. I was like, all right, that's kind of, that was cool. Like, that was something right. maybe I didn't see coming automatically, <clears throat> but it was just, it was just, I don't know, a little lackluster. And in terms of DCE, the DCEU, it's like one of the best. Now, I don't really want to disparage all the things that I don't like about it, because there's a ton of shit that I do like about it. Like, we talked about little girl, perfect cat. I mean, not even just the little girl. The entire movie, to me, perfectly casted. So this is actually the third one. We're kind of going out of our way of our own little thing. But how'd you like all the actors? How did you like everybody who played their parts? Um, the acting was pretty good, and I didn't find any parts that were like, "Oh, come on, terrible." No, I think I thought everybody did a good job. I mean, like once again, I like the beginning where they're all training, and she's a little girl, and. She wants to train, and she's asking her mom, and her mom's telling her no, but her mom's sister's training her anyway. Have you ever seen Forrest Gump? Sorry. Yes. Yeah, that's Jenny. Oh, yeah? I swear to God. Doesn't that fuck your brain a little bit? Wait, the mom? No. Is... The sister. Or I the don't sister. Even, yeah. The sister is uh, Jenny. Jenny. Robin Wright plays Antipay. <laughs> I don't know. Was that actually the 
queen's sister or was that just like her closest advisor? I thought I heard her say she was her sister. So that would make it Wonder Woman's aunt then. Right. All right, cool. Yeah, that's Jenna-y. Isn't it weird to watch that and think about that now? <laughs> but I thought she did great. Cool. I, I like yeah. that she came back for it. Uh, I think Al Gadot, like I said, this isn't the first time we've seen her. So we, as like the comic book community, I mean, saw her in Batman v Superman. And that movie is, I like it. Wasn't received as well. One of the things nobody talks about it being bad is Wonder Woman. Because Wonder Woman's like fucking kicks ass in that little part that she has too. Yeah, she's easy on the eyes, you know? One of the things that I read about this too, if I'm not mistaken, the internet will of course correct me. The accent chosen for Themyscira, the island in which they live, Gal Gadot just did her normal voice. And then like production of this started and they're like, fuck, like why would she talk like that? Nobody else. So everybody else had to learn how to talk like Gal Gadot for that. Which I was like, that's some smart shit. Why make up something new? No, just have them follow her. I like that island they were all on training. Yeah, sometimes called Paradise Island, sometimes called Themyscira, sometimes both. Well, they could have dropped me off on Paradise Island. And then like nine months later, there'd be like a lot of little brown babies running around. You know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) Because they were all fine. You know, all of of them, they were cool. A lot of the women, too were not so much actors as some of them were physical models. Some of them were power weightlifters. Like, a lot of the women in there were already powerful before they joined this and were picked to play yeah, these like, women because like, of which. Like Ann Wolf. Shout out to Ann Wolf. I think she was, I saw her in there. She was a uh, boxing world champ. I know it was her. It had to be her. It had to be so, boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I, I'm here as as Nick James, and we're talking about superheroes because I'm I'm teaching Mr. Big Body <laughs> about superheroes, but he just laid me flat on my ass, man. Dude, that was Anne Wolf. <laughs> she played Artemis. Fucking yeah. pounded, dude. Had to be. I saw her in. I was like, oh, Anne Wolf. Holy shit! So, what did she do? <laughs> um, she was a world champ in boxing. I think like welterweight or something like that. That's what's Middle fucking way. up, man. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> She's cool. So, yeah, obviously she was chosen not because of her acting prowess, but because she was a really powerful woman. And when she got on there, not that she did it bad, but all of them just looked fucking. Yeah, you're saying drop me off in the middle and maybe we have some brown babies. But <laughs> I, I think you off. might just get your ass kicked. Maybe that, too. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, she also has the biggest female knockout ever, like on YouTube. So if you type in. The best female knockout punch or whatever scene. Um, It's her. It's crazy. That's awesome. So from there, what did you think about uh, Chris Pine? You know, that's where the story takes place. If you're not into comics, I think that this was a pretty good introduction. Uh, Definitely kind of goes to a newer series of comics to explain her origin. But it's always kind of been, you know, the same thing of like made of clay and little things like that. I think back to the Morrison days. But uh, a test pilot flies into the bubble that is the protection of this fantasy island. And it's the first time man is seen there. And Wonder Woman's like, fuck, there's a war going on. We got to get out there. That's what we're talking about. That character is named Steve Trevor. He was played by Chris Pine. Did you like the Chris Pine? Yeah, I didn't mind it. You know, um... It was kind of like a typical part that you would see, like, in a, you know, there was nothing special about his part, his character. Not even uh, his watch? <laughs> or when we almost saw his winky? No. Nah, nah. Dude, I remember sitting in theaters and I was like, wow. <laughs> said, All right, DC, you're definitely not playing into that child game. Like, this isn't, you know, not that it's made for adults, but yeah, we're not going to put on kid gloves either. And I was like, All right, I see you. This is cool. Yeah, you don't see that. You don't see that in Marvel. Fuck no. <laughs> no. They don't ever play the winky jokes. They just kind of, ha ha, ha 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 So he gets his band of brothers, and I think that they, like, another thing that you don't know, I'm sorry to kind of backtrack. In the beginning, when you see that picture, and she's surrounded by the guys that you then, like, that is part of BVS, a.k.a. Batman v Superman. So sorry. So we've seen that picture before this movie came out. And those three guys who join up with Chris Pine and uh, Wonder Woman, I think they're awesome. I want a story on them. Uh, Eugene Brave Rock was the chief. Ewan Bremer was Charlie. And damn, man, I'm about to fuck this guy's name up who played Samir. Sad Tajmoy? T-A-G. 
H-M-A-O-U-I. Your fucking last <laughs> name ends in four vowels. Four different <laughs> vowels. I'm not going to pronounce that shit. I'm sorry. Holy shit. Dude, if he was a fucking crossword, I would use him in everything, dude. Like, that's so many vowels. You can get so many words off that. Anyway, when we meet those guys and that kind of part of the story goes, I really, I, I dig that. I thought that was so good. And then it obviously leads to when that happens, in my opinion, one of the best things ever put to film, ever. And I mean that. And I've seen a lot of movies. Her crossing no man's land, hands down, one of the best things ever. Not in, not in DC, not in comic books, in all of mediums ever. Ever. Like that shot where she's climbing up and it's the first time we really see her in the Wonder Woman thing. And like, no man can get past her. And like, I'm no man. And she just, and she's taking all the bullets and like, right. she's giving us an opening. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, that was a tight And she takes tight, back the scene shot. and it kind of has that cool recall. So like on the very, in the beginning of the movie, Steve Trevor, like I said, he lands, he's on a beach, people are fucking each other up and he yeah. sees the Amazons do this maneuver where they yell out shield and a motherfucker jumps on your back and they fucking lift you right, up and it's right. all like, Ch-ch-ch-ch. Right. So they redo that. They call back to that where the three men that I just talked about, including Chris Pine, they do the shield and they just let her take out a fucking clock tower to end that scene. Right. Oh, that's dope. (laughs) (laughs) I get chills. I mean, I know that it's fall. I wanted to talk about that earlier, but I'm actually happy right now. We are receiving fall. It's not summer. It's not winter yet. It's a nice crisp breeze. So I am wearing a hoodie. And I just got chills thinking about that. <laughs> Diana, <laughs> shield. And then they just launch her ass like, oh, so much. And then they go into that beautiful scene and it's snowing and everybody's got heart and the guy's singing again and heart, heroics, action, <laughs> everything you want in a movie is in this movie. And in my opinion, it's the first time the DC EU held the hammer and fucking hit the nail on the head. There, there was nobody better to do it, in my opinion. I think that this movie was exactly the best it could be so what is your rating Ooh, we usually go for yours yeah no i'm gonna if we're saying a 10 is never possible pretty much never you know a 10 in terms of movies would be like shawshank redemption seven and a half i gave it a seven you know hmm no yeah the only thing that could have been better is like i said i mean we talked about it in the previous podcast and maybe it's better now that they won't because of future endeavors, but it would have been cool to have Linda Carter just been like, Miss, you dropped your glasses, or just some Somewhere, shit like that. Yeah. But, again, like what we talked about last week, since then, even more information has come out that has me thinking that my previous prediction is correct, and that if you have ever played a DC comic character, ever, they're going to try to get you back for the Flash movie, they're going to introduce the multiverse, and you're going to see multiple actors playing multiple characters before they collapse it down back into a single timeline for them to be like, is everybody good? This is where the DCU is going right now. Like, let's go. But I, right. I swear to God, calling it now, 9-15-2020, Linda Carter and Gal Gadot, same screen. That'd be cool. Why not? And I'd also even like to put down, even though in all of this casting news, Michael Keaton is the only past Batman other than Batfleck to be brought up. They're going to get Kilmer, and they're going to get Clooney. Let's put it all on the line, Jack. Clooney? Yeah, Batman and Robin. Yeah, but isn't, I mean... That movie sucked, but he was still put on the cowl. He still had the pointy ears and the bat suit on. I don't Leave know. Leave the bat credit card at home, Jack, and you can come into this Flash movie. <laughs> just, for, just for a scene, just to be like, look at my bat nipples. I just haven't seen him in a movie in so long. Have you not seen Batman and Robin, then? No. Oh, bro! I'm not into Batman. To. You know that. I understand that. that. So it's hard for I like. It's almost like Danny DeVito. I'm not gonna watch anything from Danny DeVito. So two birds, one stone. You'll never watch Batman Returns. I mean, for for our show, yeah. But I'm not gonna just go. I'm and not watch gonna make it. you do it then. <laughs> yeah, Batman. Danny DeVito is in Batman Returns. He plays oh, the Penguin. Yeah, oh. you'd fucking hate that shit then, huh? Yeah. Anyway, mm. so yeah, from there it went to Kilmer in Batman Forever, and then. George Clooney picked it up for Batman and Robin, which might be the most hated Batman movie ever made. But now that Joel Schumacher died, some people are easing up on it. And B, like, I grew up with it. You know, I tell this story to Meg all the time. I had a t-shirt that was the same exact as the poster. 
and I wanted to wear it every single day of my life. Because <laughs> back then, I didn't realize how fucking bad and corny it was. But it's he still deserves a place in this DC movie. I think it's okay. going to happen. All right. In between that, though, before <laughs> that Flash gets its movie, we're definitely going to get a Wonder Woman 2. So right off the bat, how do you feel about that? You good for a Wonder Woman 2? Yeah, as long as there's uh, not some big... Because there was an area where it seemed dragged out with the whole uh, war thing. And uh, I just was like, okay, enough with this part, you know? So if they can make it more action, like, throughout the whole movie, then I think it'd be pretty cool. I do not think that you're going to have a problem there. Because I do think a big part of this movie and its concept and its execution was keeping the bad guy a secret to the end. You know, they had thoughts and they tried to weave it. Like I said, they gave us Cheetah in Cheetah mode in the fucking trailer. So there's no more trying to hide who the bad guy is or what's right. going on. Like, there's enough action in that trailer where you're like, damn, they're showing us all this? And they're like, that's right. in the trailer. So if this is just a Susan, I think I do not think that you'll have any problem with that. Right. I think it's going to be action-packed. The only thing that sucks a fat dick is that it was supposed to come out in less than a month. And COVID pushed that shit back to 1225 mm. now. So now it's Christmas. And it's like, bro, come on, guys. Like, just yeah. do it video on demand. Just do it. It'll just be, fucking do it. And then be, release it in theaters later. Yeah, it'll be cool to, to check out, you know. I'm looking forward to it. I want to watch it, you know. I definitely do. Because like I said, you know, from the time that I heard about it, the thing that I was most excited about was Cheetah. You know, you're gonna is it gonna be a bitch in a costume or are we gonna go genetics? And it looks genetic and I'm just like, Yes. Fuck. Yes. <laughs> so there's four parts to our movie reviewing, and it might change in the future, but right now we talk about the hero, the story, the actors, and the look. The hero, we love Wonder Woman. The story, that's where to me it gets a little loose shaky because again, the fact that you can't see the bad guy, come on. Come on. Right. He was right there the whole time. Again, like I we talked about it. You heard it. You either agree or you don't. If you do agree or you don't agree, comment that shit. Let's talk about it more. You know, you either change my mind or agree with me. But to me, that's where, like, you can't see the bad guy right in front of your face. is always a problem to me where it's like, what are you guys, stupid? <laughs> the actors, we liked them all. The last thing I want to talk about and give Patty Jenkins her due is the direct, the look, the cinematographer, too. You know, they get their, everybody gets their due, but right. it's a... It's a very beautiful movie. <clears throat> that, yeah, oh, I'm sorry. They did a good job. You know, special effects, everything. Like, awesome. I'm glad you said that because I think, you know, there's, like I said, the No Man's Land, that's a great part. My favorite shot in the movie, though, is going back to the beginning where he lands on a crash lands. And now, you know, you have the German soldiers who are trying to follow yeah. him and they got to take on the Amazons on the beach. There's that part where they jump off the cliff. And they shoot back an arrow, so then it becomes mm -hmm. like a hook. And like just the whole way the camera follows that. It was sick. It was, man. It was, that's <laughs> that's my favorite shot of the whole movie. And like just because that's my favorite doesn't mean the rest goes to hell. It's right. like I'm saying, you know, when she takes out that tower, that's awesome. There's a lot of beautiful parts, but damn, man. Like that's when I looked and I was like, this is ill. And it came right <laughs> at the beginning and it sucked me in. I think her vision was perfect. So I'm really excited to see what she does in Wonder Woman. I think it's Wonder Woman 1984. So That's what tell. it's going to be called. Yeah. Oh, okay. Hmm. Because, yeah, again, you didn't see BVS, so obviously she's well alive and looking exactly like Gal Gadot in present time. Right. World War One was quite a bit ago, so that's what I think is also brilliant about the character in the movie franchise. Like, they could tell endless stories. So this time they jumped a few decades to 84, but there's still a lot in between then. You know, if they go for Wonder Woman 3 and it's 1999, that'd be fucking cool too. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And she's just like, mm -hmm. oh, I got to feed my Tamagotchi. What if it dies? Or insert lame 90s reference here again, but I would like to see that too. All in all, yeah, no, I'm going to go 7.5. You gave it a 7? Yeah, I give it a strong 7. Cool. Yeah. I liked it. I liked it a lot. I like her. I'll make sure that we get into BVS and Justice League. Now, this is a big question. I'm sorry. See, I was just about to wrap it up, Jack, and now all these people are like, yay, and now it's like, fuck, he fucking keeps talking. <clears throat> Do you think, with the Snyder Cut, so I've explained to you that a movie called Justice League is out. It came to theaters. It's out on DVD. Oh, yeah, that one did. motherfucker tried to make it. Unfortunately, his home life got a little rocky. There was a very tragic thing, and somebody else finished it, right? I told you all about all this, mm -hmm. and now this guy is getting his chance to release his own cut. 
Okay, it's yeah. Be four hours long. Oh, it's going to start out with one hour episodes each week. Oh, okay. And then it'll come out into one four hour movie called The Snyder Cut. That's a long movie. Ooh. Do you want to be like the rest of us, quote unquote, and watch the Justice League, is what we call it? Another shout out to Reasons I Broke. And then experience the Snyder Cut? Or do you want to wait? Watch the Snyder Cut and then look back at the Justice League and go, well, that's different. Because I think both would be cool, but I'm leaning towards the latter. I want to wait. I want to show you the Snyder Cut. And I think that that, you know, again, thinking way ahead, I think that's going to be a four-episode special. Because we'll just talk about that. We could wait. I mean, we have a whole bunch of superheroes we can talk about each, you know. We have enough to away. fill the space. Yeah, we're good. All right. The only reason Let's I ask then is because you miss out a little Wonder Woman. Because I do, regardless of what I think about the Justice League, I do like Gal Gadot and I do like Wonder Woman in that cut. So you will miss out on a little bit of her. You'll get a little bit in BVS. But that's where that tangent came from. Sorry. But yeah, I can't wait. And also kind of spoilers that we're going to do a four-part episode when that comes out. I can't wait till we get more information. That's way in the future, <laughs> Jack. But we'll figure that out right now. Anyway, I'm sorry. Let's get back on track. What are we going to watch next week? This is my pick. The Hulk. Not only the Hulk. The Incredible Hulk. There you go. Because in Hulk lore, we can watch a a bunch of different Hulks. We can watch Eric Bana's Hulk, which let's hold off until we can. But this one is the Ed Norton MCU approved but never really talked about Incredible Hulk. And we'll get into all that next week. On Buds, Bros, and Superheroes. It'll be episode seven. You can listen to us once a day. Lucky seven. (laughs) If you're just getting into us. That's going to be cool. Thanks so much for hanging out. You got anything else, Big? Nope. Have a good day. If you're listening to it today, tonight, tomorrow, be safe. Buds, Bros, and Superheroes are out of here. Rock.